of a uh, fascinating new book. It's called The Wild Idea Club, and we're joined by Lee Silver. He's an award-winning author of 13 books, including the popular Creative Person series for Random House, and he also owns a successful corporate training company, maintains a busy speaking schedule, and he's going to speak to us for a couple of minutes here in uh, Sarasota today. Lee, good to talk to you. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Doug. How are things out in uh, San Diego? Well, can't complain, but I mean, hey, you're in Florida, so, you know, with one is you, you can't one is not better than the other. They're both excellent. Well, I think your governor out there may want to read this book. <laughs> <That's> not, <laughs> <laughs> we've got our issues, no doubt about that. Our whole yeah, our whole government could use uh, the concept, which is to come up with solutions to problems, and he does try and do that. I got to give uh, the uh, governor, as we call him, <laughs> for trying to come up with solutions, but you know. Uh, just like in the book, it, you know, you need to get everyone on board, uh, or at least most people on board, to make it happen. Well, I, I had a chance to read through it, Lee, and uh, and I, I like the, the the idea of this, and I think I've seen, you know, in the past, some companies try and do something similar to this, but I think your plan really takes it to that that second level, or you know, the, the top level, where you really get the employees involved. I know in the past companies try and do that with suggestion boxes, but no, that's not always really the best way to go about it. Talk a little bit about the Wild Idea Club. Well, the concept is that ideas can come from anywhere, at any level, from anyone in the company. And to get those ideas, you have to form some sort of system. And when I say system, I don't mean something complicated. Just get some people together, give them a forum to, instead of complain about problems, give suggestions for solutions. And I'll tell you, when people are asked for their opinions and asked for their ideas, it improves morale, and companies are finding ways to make money, save money, just better service the customer. So it's great to see companies like Google and Apple and Southwest Airlines and the, the Toyota, the top companies in, in each of their respective industries have embraced this concept that, hey, let's, let's ask not only our employees but our customers as well, what do you think about this or how could we do this better or what if, what if we have this problem, what's a good solution for it? And that is the concept is to capture these ideas and move them along. Do you think uh, we're seeing, at least in my experience, it seems like uh, you mentioned you know some of the bigger companies right there that uh, in the old days was more rigid, you know, top-down management style. It seems to me, at least nowadays, by, maybe by necessity more than anything else, that they're opening their, you know, our management's opening their thoughts to to have these kind of things, right? To let the employees be more part of the decision making. Is that is that better now than it was maybe 10 or 15 years ago? Well, I left out one of the biggest companies of all, Starbucks. There's a great example where one of the baristas working in an L.A. store noticed the mom schlepping in the kids and waiting in line and getting the coffee and having to take the kids back, put them in their car seats. And so uh, Starbucks always had this uh, channel open for the barista to send suggestions. So one guy just says, you know, why don't we have a drive-through? for the customers that don't want to get out of the car. And, you know, as we all know, that has been a huge hit. Starbucks has found that that's one of the solutions to the problems for those busy people. It's just they need their coffee fixed, but they don't want to get out of their car. <laughs> Brilliant. And it didn't come from, the, from Schultz, the CEO. It came from someone in the trenches doing the work, meeting with the customers, actually interacting and, and doing the things that the people up above somehow have lost touch with that. I think, especially in the uh, older days, upper management was much more insulated. Maybe now they're out there more on the floor, depending on what the company is, or or meeting the customers more. But I think you make a good point there, and you talk about it in the book. The people that actually deal face-to-face with customers, they're the ones that are going to have the better ideas, right? 
And Starbucks actually is taking it one step further. They're actually allowing their customers to send in suggestions. And, you know, it's great. People love to just give their ideas and, and see them uh, implemented. It's also nice when you're rewarded. And there are large companies, in addition to Starbucks, like uh, Delta and uh, Georgia Pacific, where if your idea saves the company money or makes the company money, you get a percentage of that. And so, you know, guys working in the factories and, and uh, you know, on the planes and whatnot are finding ways to do things faster, better, easier, make things cost less or make more money, and getting a percentage of that money as a reward. So, I mean, this concept is working. It's, it's in the best interest of everyone to try and find a way to do something better, to, whether it's better for the employee, better for the manager that will bring it forward, better for the customer, and certainly better for the customer uh, for the company. You can find where all those meet, good for you, good for the employer, good for the customer. You know, you have found the perfect idea, because how can you say no to something like that? Talking with Lee Silber, the co-author of the Wild Idea Club, and I guess now, particularly more than any time in, in at least the last 50 years, we're seeing a lot of, uh, I guess, another industrial revolution in a sense, right, Lee? I mean, the auto industry is obviously going, undergoing a, a huge change. Who knows where that's going to go? Uh, energy is going to be changing in the next 10 or 15 years, so no better time than now, I guess, to, to undertake this kind of a management style, right, if you're, if you're in business. Well, one of the things GM is... Uh, is tasked to do, and I supposedly going to do, is to create smaller companies that are, again, e it's easier for ideas to come forward when there's less, you know, red tape, less levels of management. So it's kind of nice to see that this concept has taken hold and is getting the ideas from anywhere in the company. And I, I like the, what you said in the very beginning. You said, you know, the old suggestion box, you know, that can still work. Mm -hmm. But now you're seeing it done with video conferencing, uh, social networking mediums, uh, all kinds of tech technological ways of getting people to brainstorm back and forth to come up with solutions. And that's really the main thing is you have people who are going to complain about stuff, and that's not healthy. It's great to get that same person to say, okay, great, you don't like this. Well, what do, you, what do you think we should do? What is your idea? And then some way, and that's what the Wild Idea Club is, to get these people together, to get the ideas out, get them worked through, and then pitch them to the people that can make that happen, and then watch it go. It's so exciting. I always kind of pictured in some companies the suggestion box had all the shredder inside. <laughs> the companies that weren't very successful. <laughs> That's funny. You know, you're right on the mark, Doug, because sometimes people who you know have had an idea shot down one or two times say, "All right, enough. I'm not even going to. Why bother?" And so the companies have to embrace the concept that, look, we have to at least listen to our, idea, our employees' ideas, and maybe some of them are not the best, but somewhere in there, as the expression goes, there are no bad ideas. It's just there's great ideas and good ideas and ideas that their time hasn't come yet. So you listen to every idea. You give it its, its value, not because the person is worked there too long or not long enough, because the newbie has ideas without any of the, the it's never worked before uh, baggage, and, of course, the old-timer has been there, done that. You have people who have a degree. People don't have a degree. It doesn't matter. It's based on the best idea wins, and that concept can only benefit everyone involved. Now, you do a lot of speaking around the country, and you've written uh, you know, many books in this type of, uh, of, of genre. Are you optimistic about what's going on now in the economy, Lee? I mean, are we going to see, uh, smaller, like you said, smaller companies, I guess, are going to be the, the norm for a while anyway, right? I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm very optimistic. In that, you know, as I was saying, GM, you know, I think 
one of the things that, that bogged us down as a, 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 a you know as an industrial nation and now as a service oriented uh, nation is that we got too top heavy and it just it didn't it toppled over and so it's nice to see that small companies and big companies are forming smaller groups within their companies little subdivisions to tackle problems and projects uh, that's the way to go I mean you know we got so big and the hubris in our in our um, in our ways, it kind of got caught up with us. So that's the whole idea, to take big ideas that start from little companies and watch them grow, and then the big companies grow, and, and that, that's, that's hopeful. There is, I'm, I'm an optimist because I see the entrepreneurial spirit. Even if you're not an entrepreneur, you can work in a large company and feel like an entrepreneur because you're coming up with new ideas for products or services or money-saving ways. So you're kind of thinking more like an entrepreneur with the Wild Idea Club concept, but you don't actually have to be one with all the risks and all the, the, uh, the things that go with that. Well, I think it's a book that uh, anybody that's working in a, in a company right now, if you just decide to start a company, should take a look at. Wild Idea Club is the name of it. We've been talking with Lee Silber. And, Lee, do you have a website you want to direct people to? It's pretty simple, thewildideaclub.com. Very simple. And, Lee, pleasure to uh, talk to you for a couple of minutes. Uh, when the next book comes out, I'd love to have you back on again. But uh, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Doug. I'm Stan Brock. Thirty years ago, I formed Remote Area Medical to help people overseas. But then we found generations of families in America isolated by poverty from the health care they need. Together, we can take dental, vision, and medical help to a million adults and their kids right here at home in the United States of America.